Okay. All right. I'm putting cases on all you bitches. Huh? You think you can do this shit? Jay! <laughs> you think you can do this to me? You motherfuckers will be playing basketball in Pelican Bay when I get finished with 23 hour lockdown. I'm the man up in this piece. You'll never see the light of day. Who the fuck you think you fucking with? I'm the police. I run shit here. You just live here. Yeah, that's right. You better walk away. Go and walk away because I'm going to burn this motherfucker down. King Kong ain't got shit on me. And welcome to another church going episode of. <laughs> hey, you start recording, right? Oh, yeah, we're Yeah, good. yeah. Figure you all be crying about bills you can't pay. Just... Why are you going to change the culture first? You got to change the people. Some people. Beware uh, of that black ice. Menacing black ice yeah. is everywhere. You got to be careful. You got to wipe that, that white snow. <laughs> out here oppressing everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that black ice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Welcome to another super exciting episode of Critical Thinking Podcast. I'm your host, Rick the Rizzo, along with my co-host, The Mig One. And this is a critical look at all things TV, movies, gaming, upcoming creators, and whatever the hell we free like talking about. Yeah, I really don't have a lot of entertainment news this this week, but, you know, I figure, oh, yeah? I figure we're going to talk abundantly about what I printed out for you this week. I got you the men's bracket we can talk about. Okay. I did and my best. I also got the women's bracket. Oh, I didn't even see those. So I haven't been able to see much of the women's games because they don't put them all on they don't put them all on uh, TV. So I won't know much about that, but I can talk about this. I mean you can see the women's you can say what you want, you know, you know you haven't seen them. Yeah, I know. But I know you do, you know, you the man that comes up with some good sport talk. I okay, 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 okay. <laughs> What episode are we on anyway? Damn it, shit. Fuck. Well, we just did 283, so I guess it'd be 284. All right. Let me know when you're ready to kick this bitch in the nuts. Well, whenever you're ready. Shazam! Didn't even go see that yet. You suck. Did you see it? Yes, I saw it. Okay, was it good? Yes, it was. was. It I even every... saw Puss in Boots. boots. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sad thing is, I could have seen it on TV at home, but we were out in the movie theater. I was going to go see Shazam. I was going to take my grandson to see it, but... Daughter said something along the lines, you know, blah, blah. I'll get into it later as we talk. I digress. Okay. You, you digress all the time. 284. Oh, uh, shit. You know, I'm trying to think of something real quick. Uh, I was thinking on the way in the door here. <laughs> episode 284. No, hang on. Episode 284. This mm. is the way. No, nah, that's not the way. Still haven't seen those. I'm behind a couple episodes. How many episodes are that? It's only three. Only three. Okay, I've only seen well, one. Well, there's only two, but three will be today. Okay. Tomorrow. I've only seen one. Okay, whatever. It doesn't matter. I'm off tomorrow, so that's a good thing. You're always off. I don't know what you're talking about. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Episode 284 brought to you by M&M's. M&M's, the candy of everybody. <laughs> no, no. I fuck that shit. This fucking sucks. Oh, here we go. You can't even come up with a good title. I can't. I really can't. It's like I'm really struggling here today. I'm like yep. having issues. Like, the, like, the, like the, This man, can. he shows up with his lunch, dinner. Uh-huh. Instead of coming in and joining us at the dinner table, he stays in his car. And yeah, I was watching the movie. Still could have came and joined us 
Yeah, you you having your family time, fam. I'm not going to infringe on your family time. You well, then what are you? Well, this is your family, family. Well, you family I'm, too. I'm, I'm family. I'm, I'm a family of strong. No, Stark's family. family. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is your new family. I'm letting you have your time with your family. I'm, not, okay. going intrude. I'm not going to intrude. It's okay for you to intrude well, on family well, time. Well, when I'm coming in here to your house, I'm coming in as the MiG-1. The MiG-1 takes over shit. I ain't trying to do that the, way. The MiG-1 doesn't show up when he's eating. The MiG-1 just... The MiG-1 is like silence when he's eating. Well, I don't know what the hell... What the fuck are we waiting for right now? Where's he at? <laughs> Somebody wake this nigga up. <laughs> no. <laughs> Episode 284, ladies and gentlemen, it's been a long time coming, but it's brought to you by Tums. Tums, because we have upset stomachs and sometimes you just can't take it. Nah, fuck that shit either. Episode 284 brought to you by... Monastan. No, no. (laughs) They didn't want to sponsor us no more, the sons of bitches. (laughs) Ladies, have you ever had problems shaving in that hard-to-reach area? Men. Have you ever decided to use a pair of scissors and accidentally clip the sack? Well, I'm here to tell you, man, Rick has come up with a new razor. It's called Fomunda. It's used for everything else you need to do. Fomunda razors. They can shave and everything goes. They they glide to the skin. They move. There'll be no chafing, no scratching, no burning, no itching, no fire. So, yes, and no more worries about dull scissors cutting your crotch or cutting off a labia with your scissors or cutting off the clit. It never will happen again. So, yes, remember... Buy Fomunda razors. Brought to you by Rick. A product by Johnson & Johnson. God damn. <laughs> What's going on, baby? What's happening? Hey, did you use the Fomunda razor yet? No. It's Fomunda this. <laughs> Fomunda that. Speaking of that, have you ever clipped your nuts with the scissors? No. I've done that twice. I never manscaped. You don't man... You tell me you got the bush? My bush Ladies is- and gentlemen, Rick is the 1970s bush man. It's like, no, no, I, I don't manscape. My girl said, I don't even have to manscape. I was like, should I manscape down there? She's like, you don't have a lot of hair down there. Man, bald. He's balding. He's balding on the top and the bottom. Well, actually, I got a full set of hair up here. He's balding down there. It's kind of weird. Huh? It's weird. Uh, that's just crazy, man. Because, you know, you know, Adam Sandler said once in a while, you know, that one movie, uh, Zoolander, not Zoolander. Uh, uh, what was the one where he's the barber? Scrappy Doo Doo. What the hell is his name? Where he's the, the Zohan. Oh, the the bush is always the bit. <laughs> you must have the bush. <laughs> oh my gosh, man! I tell you what. Uh, the reason I bring this up because I know somebody else a while back decided to use some clippers, and these sole clippers were not so sharp. Oh yeah, he cut himself pretty good. He had to get. He had to go see a doctor. Well, that's that's embarrassing. You, that's when you gotta have. You know, that's that's when you should have got. What's it called? Uh, Nair. No, the, the, the you see it now in commercials for manscaping. It's good for the balls. That's a clipper that you can do in the water and everything, and it'll just it'll. it'll oh, we're trying to sell your product here from Underblades. <laughs> That's your product. You're trying to put my name on it. I don't use nothing from Underblades, sir. I, what I do is I usually, you know, just sit there and wait, and then hire the lady, the royal ball washer. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we wash your royal penis, my honest? <laughs> but yes, <laughs> this is the royal penis's penis. <laughs> So welcome here to episode 284. We're just talking stupid shit because God help us, we don't know what the hell we're doing anymore. Nah, we don't. This it's is getting a, pretty. Been busy at work. Been busy everywhere. It's hard to get in your. Sorry, not getting your news and stuff like I'm supposed getting to. Getting long in the tooth, man. Is we done? Is we done? Is we done? Hell no, we ain't done. We got plenty of shit to talk. We ain't. I'll, I'll be cussing in a few minutes. <laughs> or did I already cuss? I don't know. Anyway, well, you know what? I decided. 
You know, I hate it, I hate it when you fucking... Every other episode, even episode... No, just do it. Yeah, every even episode will be a Jesus podcast. It'll be clean. And every odd podcast... Huh? What the fuck are you talking about? Every odd podcast will be regular. So we're going to keep it clean for you. So ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Rebranding 284. Welcome to Jesus podcast here. <laughs> we're here, my friends, St. Rick and St. Mike here. We'll talk to you about Jesus and what he's done for you in the last millennia. That's all we need is Jesus to smite us for calling us saints. <laughs> so, Rick here, my man, the 14th Apostle. <laughs> Me, I'm just a pope. I'm, I don't have no idea. I'm just, you know, they burn the smoke and they burn black. I mean, I don't know that, that's another thing. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, Awful. tell him, Rick, what has Jesus done for you lately? He's he is, been there for you, man. He's blessed me with a family. That's right. He's washed you in the blood of the Lamb. Are you washed? I said, are you washed? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? How many people have I offended right now? A lot. Okay, fine. <laughs> In this sugar the world. <laughs> oh, Lord, the what? <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. So how you been, man? How you been with... I don't this? know, man. I've been way off, bro. This has just been one of them times that, you know, I just don't even know anymore. I'm sitting here just thinking. It's been rough. It's been real rough. I'm recovering. Had the grandson over. Spent more money. Oh, it's always when you grandson comes over. I always spend money with the grandson. I know, I know your black ass at home. I know. It's like I know your grand grandpa and grandpas usually spoil them, but damn, what? You know, calm down on the spoiling. What are you talking about? All I got him was a water gun, a new game for his Nintendo Switch, a Flash thing, a Godzilla pop figure, some bear claws feet. Took him to eat. And a partridge in a pear tree? No, not, not the damn partridge. I got him a real parrot. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, yeah, that was just a few things. You know, took him to eat. Got him some some lollipops. And, I know uh, you went to the same place me and my me and my girl went on Saturday. Where'd you go? We went to Black Bear. Yeah, I had never been there. So we decided to stop. Where'd which you go? Black Bear, which, which Black Bear did you go to? One of Katie. Oh, we're in Sugarland. Yeah, I wanted. I didn't know there was one in Kate in Sugarland. Uh, we we're driving by trying to figure out what to go eat, and had the grandson's like, "Shit, I don't want to go to Olive Garden, but I'll try something different." So I'm like, "Oh, you know what? I heard about this place. So I drove around, went back there." I don't, you got them biscuits, didn't you? Jesus Christ, <laughs> bruh, bruh! I couldn't put enough butter on that bitch. That shit was like, like I eaten paste. <laughs> Bitches would. I mean, I ain't saying they were bad. They were just huge. I had the chicken fried steak. I got the bear, you know, I got that big ass chicken breast steak with the eggs and the, with the grits. Uh, you, you got the hash the, browns. You, you got the, see, she got the grizz mm. when we went. She got the grizz, which is the one right above that uh, one. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's the one I was going to get that one. I was going to uh-huh. get that, but I changed my mind. So I ended up getting the, the meat lover's omelet. Gotcha. And the guy goes, You want a biscuit? I said, Hell no, give me toast. Because <laughs> I know Yeah, so now well. I know from now I'm doing toast. <laughs> but I was like, Jesus. But the problem was, not that I didn't think they were good. I just didn't have any room because I also ordered a side of bacon. If you saw my pictures, you saw I ordered a side of bacon. Why you get a, I always got to get a side of bacon, fam. It gets you plenty. But I had no idea. I was thinking like I was eating at, 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 at like Cracker Barrel. Because, you know, you get the steak, eat the eggs, and the pan, and then you, you, it's never enough. You always need a little bit extra. So I thought it was at Cracker Barrel, so forgive me. So I get this like, what the fuck is this thing? Holy shit. And then I saw the potato grits. The potato hash browns were like potato, potato. I was like, Damn. Okay, mm-hmm. then I saw the business, like, what the fuck is that? Damn! Yeah. And then my bacon came. You know pancakes? You get pancakes? Uh, no, I ain't get no pancakes. Pancakes are delicious. But I saw the pancakes. But then, so then I looked at this crap, like, what the hell? Anyway, so I start chowing down my food and go to reach my bacon. I'm like, my bacon look a little light. Look at the grandson who was devouring his pizza. 
There's some bacon on this place. Like, where'd you get that bacon from? <laughs> <laughs> he ate two of my pieces of bacon. And he did a smile and looking at me. Dirty son of a bitch. <laughs> but see, that's what was it. He knows. When I ordered the bacon, he knows half is his. <clears throat> well, you know. It was good, though. The first time I ate at Blackbird Diner mm-hmm. was the one in Katy. Okay. That's the first one that me and Emily went to the first time. Mm-hmm. She, was, she went to the doctor, uh, the hospital over there. She had a, you know, yearly woman things. Okay, gotcha. And so we were like hungry. We were like, all right. So we went there, and that's the first one we went to. So ever since then, we've been I've been in love with Black Bear. It's almost like going to Kelly's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, so yeah, so that boy with his grandson shoes. <laughs> but no, so I was like, holy crap. And I was like, this is really good. I saw them same shoes. I told my baby, I said, I'm going to buy them shoes. And she looked at me and laughed, and I was like, damn it, I didn't buy them shoes. Yeah, I know. See them biscuits? They, oh, yeah, them I, saw, biscuits. I, saw, I saw them biscuits. When I saw them, I said, like, don't tell me that for I ate both of them. Boy, boy, if I ate both of them, I'd be like, damn. But anyway, here's a fun story. It's all actually, it's, Black it's, Bear. In, all, in all honesty, uh-huh. it's reasonable priced. Yes, it is. For what you get. Mm-hmm. So here's the funny part. Okay, you ready? Yeah. So I posted my pictures, family, everything else. I look up, I get this. We love these pics, Mig One Talks Crap. We'd love to possibly hype one or more of your social marketing channels. We credit with credit, of course. If it's cool with you, please respond. Black Bear, yes. And I did. So they're going to use my pictures. Nice. So a little bit more love for us. I had to post it on uh, more critical thinking and stuff too as well. So I thought that was pretty cool. So yeah. Dude, the food is great. It's amazing. It was really good. I was very impressed. I was like, this is pretty good. Now, it's a little far away from me. But see, now that I know that there's one here, right there off University. Yes. And that's a little closer than the one Kelly's is. Yeah. So I may swing through there and see how their service is. But I saw some, some negative reviews on some of them, but I saw a lot of positive. Well, and I did see the pancakes. Like, Jesus Christ. Th- that's the one we normally go to now is the one right there off of University. Mm-hmm. I can tell you my story now when we went there. Mm-hmm. All right, we get there, right? Mm-hmm. Let me get to how we were getting there. Okay. All right, mm-hmm. we had to drop off her stuff for the taxes at her normal tax person, and the person wasn't going to be there until like today or tomorrow or something like that. Mm-hmm. So we're like, all right, so we're going to go to Old Railroad Cafe in downtown Rosenberg. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good place to eat too, man. So we're heading over there, and we're like, oh, and we get there, no place to park because they're doing some kind of wine testing festival downtown Rosenberg. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, and it was kind of rainy, so we're like, ah, I don't want to park far because it's going to be kind of wet. So we canceled the, we aced the, we axed the, the, going to Old Railroad. Gotcha. So we were talking about it, we're like, let's go to Denny's. So we go down, we look at Denny's. Denny's packed, as always. Uh-huh. We're like, well, knock out Denny's. And I started laughing, I was like, what about Golden Corral? And they just looked at me, he goes, it's already lunchtime, they can have no breakfast out there. I said, good point, because we wanted breakfast. So we go, or brunch, whichever one you want, you know. Mm-hmm. So we're heading down, and he goes, let's go to Blackberry, let's check out Blackberry, let's go see. We get over to Black Bear. And we're like, look, nobody there. We got a place to park. Walked in there. They we're like, hey, did no less than two, no less than a minute. They're like, oh, yeah, we can come over. The guy sat us down. We get this old man for a waiter. And I'm, you know, at the, at, uh, ladies and gentlemen, over at the, at the Black Bear Diner, you are going to look like old folks there. When you're trying to order. Why? Because they put it on a newspaper. <laughs> yeah. And you open it up like you're looking at the newspaper. And you're talking like you know, like you old folks back in the day reading the newspaper. But you old, man. And so I was like, you know, I like the ambiance about that. You know, it's kind of cool. 
Uh-huh. And my my girl, she ordered the Grizz. I ordered the 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 the, the meat omelet. And food comes out quick. So I love about them. It comes out really fast. You can order, and all of a sudden, boom, they're there. Uh, the guy made sure my drink did not go past half a glass. Nice. All right. I was like, damn, he's making sure he wants his tip. That's what, you know, if, if who, friends, fam, the, the critical thinking fam, you want a tip from the from Rick the Rizzo, and you were, you were in the waiting service, and you're waiting on me, as long as you keep my drink filled, you're going to get a good tip. Well, as we sat there, we ate, we were talking. Uh, my girl, she didn't finish her pancakes. She ate half of her pancake, stack of pancakes, which my own is, is two. Mm-hmm. But they're like this thick. And they're like that round. You know, they're pretty like a good big pancake. Take up the whole plate. Mm-hmm. She ate half. I tried to eat the other half. I got about a quarter of it. And I was like, uh-uh, I can't go no more. Pancakes are so good, you don't have to put syrup on it because they're already sweet. But you still put syrup on it, you know. Mm-hmm. You, can't, you can't, you can't deny. You got to keep putting syrup on it. But anyways, I digress a bit. So we finished. He made sure my drink was always full. Made sure her drink was always full. Always kept up checking with us and everything. I was like, oh, this guy is good. I like this guy. He comes, drops off, checking. Yeah, just paid up there, whatever. It's like, all right, cool. Now the big one. When you tip, do you like to give cash or you just tip on the card? I do it on the card. If I have the cash on me, I'll do it there. But usually, I just tip it on the card. Yeah, I have. You know, I had the cash on me. I just didn't want to tip on the card because you know when it goes to them, it gets taxed. Mm-hmm. And I rather than get the hundred percent of the t- tip, you know. Okay. Well, all I had was a twenty. <laughs> I didn't have nothing. Emily couldn't even break it. She didn't have any change either. Uh huh. I was like, well, I'm just giving him a twenty. He made sure my drink was full. Uh huh. And I love that. That's one thing I love. You remember, I'm sure my drink was full. He was great. Came checked us all the time. Old man was quick. He was to the point, but he's quick. I didn't want to leave it on the table. So I was waiting for him to come by so I could hand it to him. He comes around and he goes, Oh, I said, like, Here you go, sir. I said, like, Hey, he goes, Hey, he's like, Hey, it's tip for me. Good service, man. Thank you, man. Thanks. He was like, Oh, thank you. Bless you. I said, God bless you too, man. We get up. We're going to the front to go pay. While we're sitting there waiting on the person to finally show up. To pay, all of a sudden, the, the guy, the, the waiter just comes up all the way to us. He's like, oh, God bless you. God bless you. You made my day. You made my day. I was like, oh, you, oh you're welcome, man. No problem. You had a good. Mm-hmm. He, he brought me another glass of freaking drink mm-hmm. to go drink. He's like, God bless you, man. God bless you. You made my day. I said, I'm glad I made your day, sir. You have a blessed one. All right? He's like, all right. He took a. I'm, uh, it's, it's a good feeling you, you get <laughs> when someone comes to you like you, you made their day. I was like all happy. I was like, it took, even Emily was all like, "Wow!" I was like, "Yeah!" I was like, "That that that's what I like." Mm-hmm. I go, he made my day because I made his day. So, I mean, because I gave him a twenty dollar tip. That yeah, was more than uh-huh. that was more. That was way more than what you know you should get from what we got. You know. Yeah. And then you know it was good. We ended up not going to Gene's uh, concert on Friday because. Uh, my car started making all kinds of noises. Oh shit! And it ends up it was the brakes. I ended up changing the brakes out and got that fixed. <laughs> Interesting way on how they get the brakes, so you know how to change them and everything. Because I was like, my brakes still had a lot of meat on them, but the way it was done, I was like, I'll just change them, and get it done with. <laughs> so that's what I did. 
And then, you know, like I said, that Saturday night we went to Gringo's, had some pineapple margaritas, delicious. Good service there, too, and everything. Didn't tip like normal because this guy, he took forever to come and refill the drink. <laughs> I was like, fuck this guy. You're getting five dollars. Found out the waiter was black. He's masking. <laughs> and so then Saturday, you know, like I said, Sunday, that's when I fixed the brakes and then did everything else in the house, and that was it. Like I said, it was a, it was a good weekend. All right. So you, I know, so I know you had a great weekend over there. Besides spoiling your grandson, yeah, went to Shazam. Yeah, yeah. kind of chilled out with the wife, bought a few things, and came home. Okay, what's up with this corgi that I heard? Oh yeah, yeah. It was just a customer today was going to get a car, get a oh. dog, and uh, left the car there, and then went and rented a car, drove two hours, drove an hour or something to go get a car, and came back to get the dog, to get the dog. <laughs> Get the cog, huh? get, the, get the dog, yeah. So she brought the corgi in when she got her car. It was funny. Oh, Little okay. girl corgi. Pretty dog. Very friendly. But she was so excited to give her. It was oh. pretty cool. I was like, oh, that's pretty nice. It was funny. All right, cool. cool. You know, white people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Mexican that would do that. No, I mean, we wouldn't shit. take the dog with us. No, exactly. But yeah, that's pretty funny. Look at him, yawning on the podcast. No, always yawning. Man, I'm tired, bro. It's been a long day. A working day because my dude. You're off tomorrow. Yeah, but the dude that worked with me today is slow as fuck and doesn't move, so I had to do everything. So it's like pretty much working my ass off every time the other guy's not there with me. So it is rough sometimes. I'm just saying. Okay. Between the cigarette smoke and his praying and everything else and his take, I don't know what the fuck he's doing. <laughs> smoke like a chimney. Puff, puff, no pass. <laughs> no, you don't pass. You don't smoke anyway. No, no, so. not anymore. You know, I, I quit back in the day when I stopped smoking my Lucky Strikes. You <laughs> stop smoking when his glaucoma cleared up. Glaucoma, I mean, my God, what? <laughs> Sick of weed. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that, so that's pretty much what happened so far. I don't got nothing planned big this for this coming weekend. Just sit what? my ass at home and not spend any money. So uh, we'll just go ahead and jump into this, your Shazam review. So what do you? What do you? How's your review with Shazam? I gave it a two. Damn, that bad, huh? No, no, not really. What do we do? One out of ten? One out of ten always. I gave it a nine point seven six. Wow. Nah, fuck no. <laughs> I gave it honestly a six point five. Okay. Enjoyable. Plot has some hole. A little slow. It's all about family. Uh, yeah, I, of course it was. He did break that out. He did break the Vin Diesel <laughs> thing. Uh Zach really was great. I like him. I like his family members too, like when they switch off. But I didn't think that the bad people were menacing enough. You know, that was my problem. Uh, Lucy Lou, you know, Helen Marin, okay, and then the other girls. Like, it just seemed, I don't know, it just didn't seem like a worthy uh, a worthy thing. Um, when it got going, it was exciting. It was, don't get me wrong, it was, it was okay watching the story, see it develop everything else. It wasn't like a super, super badass movie. But once it started going and the action kicked in, it was pretty good. I thought they could do a little bit more. There was uh, two cutscenes. You know, at the end of the movie. I know one had uh, Wonder Woman. That was actually in the movie. Oh, that was in the movie. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then that's not a spoiler. And then another one was. Uh, yeah, the the doctor from the first one and yeah, the, the yeah, worm again with the, the yeah. yeah evil worm and then the uh, caterpillar and then uh, the other one was uh, Hardcourt and uh, Fake Beard. Hardcourt Fake Beard. Peacemaker. Oh, Peacemaker. <laughs> they approached him to join the, the Justice Society. Or whatever. He's like, he's like, no, no. This one, Wonder Woman. <laughs> so Hardcore just turned around, and walked off, and the Economist was the one who was with her. And uh, he's like, it was funny because he was, you know, you should change your name. You know, like, 
Look, you just look at on thesauruses.com. You could go with this. Oh, you could go with Avenging Society. Why do I like that? <laughs> <laughs> but so it has some good jokes and good teas. Wonder Woman is in it for a few moments. Uh, and when she came out, I got the goosebumps, dude. My hair was standing up. It was amazing. I like how she came in and where it came in. Uh, there was a scene where you think it's Wonder Woman talking to him. He's having a dream thinking about Wonder Woman. And when he turns around and stands up and looks at her and they show the face, it's freaking uh, the wizard in Wonder Woman garb. So he has a whole body with the, with the head, his head. We're like, oh, that's not right. He's like, what are you doing? So, yeah. One of the fucked up things was some of the creatures that showed up. But the best fucked up part was unicorns. Okay. The wizard told the people, unicorns are not what you think they are. They're not nice. They're not fuzzy. They're not furry. They're not sweet. They're the most dark, evilest thing in the whole world. And da 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 And so these things uh, would scare the other creatures, and they're afraid of them because they're the most evil thing around. Yeah. But how do you control a unicorn? You have to give them ambrosia. So one, they find they stay in hard, dark places. So you see the one unicorn born in the garage, and it comes running to him, and it's fully black, bro. It's evil as fuck. It's tall. It looks like a Clydesdale, but all black. Just running and like the was like it's not gonna work out right, and so she goes she it stopped the thing and then the girl little girl goes come on come closer here I got something he stands her hand and 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 then the the the, the unicorn starts eating one in her hand and then no she threw him up in the air first and then she ate him on the ground and then she held some more in her hand and they came and got him she goes it's the closest thing we have to ambrosia tastes the rainbow <laughs> skittles <laughs> the unicorn loved it. And then she got to rub the dude was menacing, seriously. <laughs> and then it went yeamed, whatever, nade or whatever, and the rest of you fuckers came up and then all kids got on the unicorns and they went and kicked off the bad monster's ass. <laughs> so I thought that scene was pretty badass. Like, dude, I want a unicorn like that so bad. All black and some shit. Like it was pretty cool. It was fucked up. The wizard was scared shitless. He don't trust he didn't like unicorns. It was like it was pretty funny. But the little girl, she knew. She knew <laughs> how to get to them. But uh, you know, the it was okay. The, the, it was enjoyable. So six point five. My my grandson did get to see it, but my wife liked it. Okay. Uh, before that, we saw Puss in Boots earlier in the day. Mm-hmm. My grandson loved it, and I told you I was going to hate it because I hated the anime style. Yeah. But when it got started, and I watched the movie, and I was like, "This is going to be so long." I'm thinking about when it first. I was like, "Can this thing hurry up and end?" Because Antonio was singing, I was like Jesus Christ, and then it picked up like, "Okay, this is kind of funny." And then the Goldilocks shows up with the three bears. I'm like, what the fuck? And then it's Kitty Southpaws. And everything. I was like, oh, my God. And then he went to the old woman's house where it was pickles. And then the dog shows up. I was like, oh, this shit is hell. Dude, I was cracking up. Rub my belly. The end. Yeah, rub my belly. I'm a therapy dog. Yes, you needed it. You need therapy. It's not my therapy dog. <laughs> Team friendship. I did not agree to that. <laughs> but the whole thing, dude, the Lobo was badass. Death. Yeah. And then little Jack Horner. Oh, excuse me. Big Jack Horner. Uh, Puss in Boots. I give the the last the last wish right. What was it? The last ride. What, the, what they the, call it? The the final, the final wish. Or whatever. Something. Dude, I give it a seven point five. It was I, actually I give it a seven, basically because the anime was still bothering me, but the story, the laughs, the jokes. Oh my god, it was freaking hilarious. I couldn't stop laughing. My grandson loved the movie. Like I said, your my wife loved it. My wife loved it so much she saw it at home and didn't care if she had to see it again in the movie theater. She actually enjoyed. it. She was watching me laugh and she was chuckling the whole time mm. again. Yeah, my favorite character is Perito. Oh god, the little dog. That's my favorite character out of the whole movie. Bruh, yeah, he's ridiculous. Uh, Puss is still the best, but I like Kitty Softballs. But dude, I was really ch- uh, dude. Goldilocks was was killing me, bro. I was totally in love with Goldilocks and and Baby Bear. 
<laughs> oh my god but dude i was like see for him the villain dude the perfect villain he was an asshole but dude lobo was was the shit bro like who's it negan best hat and shit and pants on <laughs> i like when they talk about you smell all this kids all i smell is bull Ooh. <laughs> no dignity <laughs> when it comes to your eye Look and then, awesome dot on your face, and, and like I did, he like he didn't get the wish, you know. No, all, no, 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 but he, but he, he realized did. that he has to live his life. The best part is they were doing where we're going. We're going to go see some old friends, and you see the forever after. You see far away, so you know they're going to go see Shrek. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, that is so great. I said, if they make another one with him, I'm going to love, it. especially with the cast now, him, Southpaws, and Perito. That would be freaking hilarious. Could you see that shit mm-hmm. between him and Donkey? Yeah. I would die laughing. I would see, I would pay money to see that shit in the theater. I really would. So I really enjoyed my time in the movies watching uh, Listen Boots and then watching Shazam. And ladies and gentlemen, out there, if you suffer from anxiety, look what the little dog can do for you. <laughs> yeah, Puss is having a bad anxiety attack. Puss a bad anxiety attack well, and calm down. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what the therapy <laughs> dog is. But yeah, so it's pretty good. Uh, I still haven't seen Conkey Bear, but I'm going to see it probably this weekend. We're going to catch it sometime this, this weekend. this cocaine bear. I got to see it, man. The shit cracks me up. The bear's just scooting along on the ground. <laughs> of course, I got to see John Vick. That comes out this Friday. Is it this Friday? Ooh. If you have T-Mobile, well, you don't have T-Mobile anymore. Mm-mm. T-Mobile Tuesday, give you a $5 ticket. Hey, I got to buy my John Wick tickets real quick here. You know? We're going to see it Friday night now. See, fuck that. I'm going to see it Thursday night. Sad, while we're still in the kind of industry entertainment, sad news is the concierge passed away. The manager is always in. Yeah, he passed. That he sucked. passed. He, see, he died Great in actor, sleep. man. I liked him. Great voice actor as well. He's mm-hmm. got the perfect... He, he voiced the character on Destiny. Uh, but yeah, he passed away in his sleep. Uh, they believe it was natural causes. I didn't go back to see what it was, but everybody was thinking of natural causes. They passed away. That sucks. So you won't be in John Wick 4, 5. Let me see. Ooh, I can get tickets. I just got to ask the wife. He's already looking at tickets. Can't believe this. Yes. Uh, hang on, let me ask her real quick because I want to see that. I'll see that shit Thursday night. I don't give a damn. This Thursday. Yeah. The 23rd. That's the day after tomorrow. Well, yeah. It's going to snow and everything now that she said that. What the fuck? <laughs> but yeah, so, uh, yeah, I can't wait, man. That's the shit. I got to ask, I think, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah, like I said, entertainment news. Let me just go ahead and throw this out there before we get into sports and stuff because we're going to be on sports for a bit today. Um, yeah, well, he passed away. That was uh, uh, Lance Riddick. Yes. He was 60 years old. And he passed. Uh, Elizabeth Olsen. Uh, uh, she wants. She wants to. Scarlet Witch to have a lot more humor in her reputation in the MCU coming up now. Now that she kind of broke the Scarlet Witch, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because you know we didn't see her body. Everybody thinks she's dead. But she's not dead. She ain't dead. She ain't dead. She's too strong to be dead, man. No. Uh, Zack Snyder. He did tease Justice League Dark Side announcement. Mm-hmm. So he did tease that. We talked about it last week, but yeah, that, that's what he teased something big on that one for, uh, for Netflix. For Dark Side. Uh, other than that, like I said, that's all the entertainment news I have. I don't have really a whole lot. Uh, PlayStation, I'm almost done with Hogwarts Legacy. Uh, I don't even have to beat it. I can just tell you, 9 out of 10. Great game. So you know, my it. son went and saw 65. 
said the movie's really good. Oh, the one with uh, Adam Driver. That's right. He's using his force all over the place, Kylo Ren. <laughs> said it was really good. Dude, I am really stoked for this fucking Super Mario Brothers movie. The more and more I keep on seeing the goddamn trailer, the more I want to fucking see it. <laughs> In the Mario Kart. Uh, before, uh, I don't have anything else in entertainment. I uh, didn't watch anything, any movies or anything this weekend. Uh, you Obviously, you did, and we talked about them already. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to go. I didn't see the next last episode of uh, Bel Air. I have to catch up. I haven't seen that one either. We watched that the other day, too. I'm, I'm behind the Mandalorian. i got to see that. Uh, there hadn't been no episodes of Chicago PD or SVU because they're on hiatus for a little bit. They'll be back here, I think, this week or next week. Okay. Because, uh, well, the, you know, yeah. everything going on. Yeah. All right. Well, let's just kind of jump into sports entertainment before we get to regular sports. Gotcha. What you got on sports entertainment, sir? Dude, what do I got for sports entertainment? You don't want to know what I got. It, dude, Roman Reigns has gotten really good on the mic. And freaking uh, Cody Rhodes, man. The shit that they were doing is like insane. And I'm just telling you, bro. You keep talking and pulling the mic away. You didn't want to do the Stardust thing, so what happened? You ran away. Oh, I love it. And what happened? You ran away. You started a company and a promotion that you couldn't get over in. <laughs> and then you ran away. <laughs> and then you came here. And you actually, yeah, exactly. God damn, dude. Roman Reigns is a savage. And he got over, and his body quit on him as your little peck went pop. <laughs> well, that you're not cut out for this. You keep talking about finishing the story. April 2nd, I'm going to finish the story. No, you're not. April 2nd is just a moment. It's an opportunity. It's like a lotto ticket for you. Your real moment is on April 3rd. Because when you wake up, you're going to have to look in the mirror. And then you're going to have to confront that adversity again. Not like you used to. Because when you look in the mirror, I want you to make a choice. And I want that choice to be something that your dad could be proud of. Dad counter one. Otherwise, you're just going to do what you always do. And run like a little bitch. (laughs) Damn. Yeah, but Cody Rhodes comes back with some good stuff. He pretty much says... Okay, that'll be the last time anyone mentions my father again, pretty much. Yeah. Makes a couple nods to evolution, and so much that you would like me to play the rest of it so the fans can hear it. Oh, you go ahead. I did run away. Business broke my heart. I met adversity, and I ran away. I don't hear a lot of people complaining, though, because what I did while I ran away made it so that 100% of every locker room can make a lot more money. So I'm not really worried about it. In addition to that... You're talking to you calling me what we, what our fathers were, a wrestler? Man, I tried. I started here at 20 years old. WWE, born and bred. I wanted to be a superstar. Sometimes I still want to be a superstar. But maybe that's the truth. Maybe inside I am. Just to run away, violent, like the taste of blood in my mouth, professional wrestler. I'm digging this. And I'll tell you what. And we'll make it clear right here and right now. Nobody needs to bring up my father one more time because if I hear it again, I'm absolutely going to vomit. He's not coming to this ring to hit a bionic elbow. My brother works elsewhere. The only thing that you're going to see at WrestleMania is me. Anyone want to talk about family? All right. 
family. No more Dusty references. My mean-ass Cuban mother, who in this moment, you know what she would tell me? She would say, knock that boy out. And while he's laying there, hit him again for good measure. Tell everybody all this truth about April 3rd and what it means for me. Let's talk about what it could mean for you. What it will mean for you. Is the best part. Third, Tribal Chief, you've got to wake up and remember what it's like to lose. You've got to wake up without these titles that mean the most in our world. And when that happens, here's what else happens. Jay is going to leave you. I'll hit him right in the feels. And then Jimmy will leave you too. So no Usos. Guess what happens then? Solo. Well, you've been glaring at me all night. Let me tell you something that I had to find out when I was a second generation flanked by the champion. You think you're ready. You're not ready. <laughs> Solo leaves you. Little reference to legacy. Solo leaves you. This man, well, he becomes an advocate again. So there you'll be, a man without a family, a Roman with no more reigns, a chief that was clever. without a tribe. <laughs> Pretty deep, right? Yeah. Dude, first of all, props to Roman. He's gotten way better on the mic since John Cena schooled him that one time. Cody can just, just bring it, dude. Here's the thing. I honestly believe that Cody is not going to win. I think the adversity is going to hit. They're going to make him lose. Roman will win. Another day for Roman. Schedule Roman all the way going forward. Cody will fall back and work his way back up again and meet Roman probably at the following WrestleMania, whatever. Somewhere between there, Reigns will fight The Rock, where The Rock will lose and Reigns will become the superior family father of the mountaintop. Then he'll come back and take Cody, and then Cody will defeat him, causing the Reign Empire. This whole storyline in the Usos will lose to probably Sammy and, and KO because now they're teaming up again. Uh, it, it's kind of crazy. It's some really good <clears throat> stories out there, and there was one that I really liked, and it was talking about that. I thought that would be a great finish for the Bloodline story, but it would be another year away. But Roman would set the record, another record as such a long reign, which is good. I mean, the storyline is great. I really like that. I like, actually, and the funny thing is the Dominic Mysterio and Ray Mysterio line, storyline is picked up a little bit more, too. Uh, they may have that match at WrestleMania. We'll have to wait and see. Like I told you last week, it's going to be Gunter, Sheamus, and Drew McIntyre, triple threat. Those are going to be that. Because if Gunter fucked up. They were both there, and they were going to be counted out, and Gunter got in the ring and said, not like this, and he picked them both up, and then he started beating up on them. So, whatchamacallit, said, oh, well, you hit my decision for me. It's going to be a triple threat. So that's going to be interesting. I got a feeling they're going to leave Gunter with the belt. I think he's going to keep it. They probably want another triple crown winner, but I don't know because Sheamus hasn't. That's all the belt he needs to become a triple crown. So you think Sheamus would get it? And you know how WWE likes to make you feel like it's going to happen? Like, But I got a feeling they're going to have no, no, Gunter no. keep it since he's doing so well. Yeah. And he's, he's a really good wrestler. Uh, so we'll have to wait and see what happens there. Could be a Brock Lesnar thing down the road. Well, okay. But yeah, it's it's been pretty interesting some of the storylines. Uh, Seth Rollins and freaking YouTube boy <laughs> Logan Paul. That's that's pretty good. 
So yeah, I, I, the women's thing is heating up a little bit more too. So I can't wait to see that whole mommy and Charlotte Flair match. <laughs> but yeah, dude, WrestleMania is coming, and I know it's gonna clash with something that I love a lot here. But and here's the thing: I remember I told you, dude, I'm watching WrestleMania. Well, I don't watch anything else in WrestleMania on two days though. Yeah, yeah. So the first night will be the semifinals of the of the final four. And the next night will be before the Final Four Championship. So, you know, I, I'll be able to flash back and forth. But I can have the TV working on the game and have the, the wrestle thing going on my phone. So I can see either way, you know. It's fine and dandy. It all depends. At this point, it all depends on who's going to be in the game and how much more invested I'm going to be. Yeah. There's been some crazy shit happening in this <laughs> tournament since it started. Uh, well, before we jump into the tournament, let's uh, see. Baseball, we had uh, Atuwe broke his thumb. That's good for him. It was good for him? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so are y'all. We don't cheat. Yeah, Boston cheats. No, it was the Astros manager was cheating for those Red Sox. We we had to let him go. Boston cheats too. <laughs> we don't. Everybody cheats. <laughs> I was like, no, nah, everybody cheats. <laughs> but you guys got yeah. caught first, and y'all red. They just made us a scapegoat. Yeah, pretty much. Well, then you are Astros. <laughs> anyways, we still won the World Series. Astros. But anyways, not this year. Fluke. <laughs> no, no fluke. Anyways. Uh, USA lost against Japan. Yeah, saw that. I don't know if you saw that. Yep, saw that off the wall and then walk off home. Walk, walk off, off homework. Yes, yeah, that was beautiful. <laughs> just, I mean, baseball is not just an American sport. Man. It's a world sport. Yeah. yeah, it's good to watch that. It's good. It's believe it or not, it's actually good when that happens for some other country to win. But yeah. Japan is is another powerhouse. Cuba powerhouse, Puerto Rico, whatever. It's, there, it's, there's some teams out there with really good talent, and some of the major leagues are playing. I think I don't know if anybody was playing on the major league team from Japan. I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, anyways, uh, and then you know a lot of trades, a lot of shit happening on the NFL. Jesus Christ, I can't even keep track of that. One day I have to go print out a sheet to be able to tell everybody who got traded where, what, with what. All I know is Dallas stole Cook from Houston. Yeah, fifth and sixth round. We may overpay it still. Um, we got uh, the boy from Indianapolis. Uh, you know, Stephen Gilmore, Stephon Gilmore. So that's Really good. Um, so we're making some moves. We lost our tight end. But it looks like we're going to be targeting the running back out of UT. Oh, okay. So that would be good because, you know, we let Zeke go. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of people going everywhere, man. Yeah, everywhere. And so, well, all right. Well, like I said, we got NFL. Uh, yep. MLB all out the way. Now let's come to the big talk tournament. It's, it's all the way to the Sweet 16, so we can talk about it. any game you want on there. All right, well, so I don't really want to go back because it's been so many weeks. But one of the most memorable games you'll watch. It's only been a week. (laughs) Yeah, no, but it's so many games. You'd think it felt like it was a goddamn week. But it was was amazing to watch, man. Some of these games are just like stupid. First of all, fairly Dickinson knocking off Purdue. Probably one of the biggest upsets that's only happened twice now in the tournament's history. Five years ago was the last time it happened. But FDU beat Purdue and probably won an amazing game. It was awesome. Now, I don't know if you got to see the FDU-Florida Atlantic game. That game was good, too. That was the next game. I was rooting for FDU, but Florida Atlantic had just a little bit more going for them toward the end. And FDU got ahead of them. Oh, yeah. I watched that. I did watch FDU that. was behind by 10 and came back, tied it, took the lead, and held the lead for a little bit. Then Florida Atlantic just... They're another decent team, so they're also a number nine seed. So, it's still a Cinderella team you can root for there. I mean, yeah. but FDU was the biggest Cinderella on the, on the stage at number sixteen. Uh, but that game was exciting to watch. It was sad to see the way it ended, but it was you know it is what it is. You stop missing, stop making shots. That's what happens. Hey, but they beat a number one. They got to the second round, and then we're out. That's okay. Good job. Mm-hmm. The shortest team in the tournament was FDU. 
But they hung around, dude. They were feisty. They were real feisty. That was a good thing. So props to that coach in this program. He bought some of his players from the other program with him there, kind of like Dion's doing in Colorado. And look what they did. Uh, so Florida Atlantic got to move on from that game. They will play the winner of Duke and Tennessee, which we know is Tennessee now. My boy Roach was not on his game. He had a decent game, but not a great game for Duke. So Tennessee managed to take that one. Uh, I don't think Duke's ready just yet. Even though that was, if that team was still coached by Coach K, I don't think they would have beaten Tennessee anyway. Yeah. Uh, the other game was Kentucky versus Kansas State, which is another really good game. Uh, but Kansas State was better, more suited. This is still not Kentucky's still not back yet either. They still got maybe another player to get, and I think they'll be okay. Uh, Michigan State versus Marquette. Okay. First of all, Marquette was a two, but Marquette was a solid two. You know, they they were solid. They probably could have been a one. And Michigan State with Tom Izzo. This team is an under, not underachieving, an overachieving team. They are a number seven seed. They won only, what, uh, 19 games. They're 19 and 12. Dude, at one point, I forgot how many they lost, like six, seven in a row. But Tom Izzo, you can't bet against that man. He's like almost Bill, almost like Bill Belichick, but not really. But he's Duke can coach. He can get the best out of his players during this time. If he can make the tournament, they're going to make some freaking noise. This Michigan State team, number seven versus Kansas, three team. Don't be sorry, Kansas State. Do not be surprised. I'm telling you right. Do not be surprised if Michigan State wins that game by double digits. Honestly, if you're begging Vegas odds, you were thinking the way it was going, Kansas State should win that game on paper. Yeah. On paper, Kansas State should win by no more than, no less than five. But I got a fucking feeling in my guts that Michigan State's going to win that shit by double digits because Tom Izzo is a good coach, just a damn good coach. Talent can win games, but talent can be outcoached. So that's the East bracket. The West bracket, South bracket, uh, one of the other biggest Cinderella's still left in the tournament, number 15, Princeton. I told you people when they played Arizona, that Arizona should have whooped that ass. Should have been playing with them. Should have been fucking around with them. Princeton and Harvard are two teams you don't fuck around with because they run the back screens all goddamn day. They will slow it down. Every ball, everything, you heard me bitch about this with the NBA. Everybody wants to play one-on-one ball. Pass them the ball, let them go one-on-one and do this. There's no movement. There's no motion. There's no picks, no sets. It's all one-on-one with a pick or whatever. That's two-man ball. That's not a five-man ball team. It's all about superstar in the NBA. In college, they were doing some of that shit too. Princeton, Harvard, Cornell, those teams don't play that way because they don't get those kind of players. Yeah, They get your average student athlete that's a good ball player but is smart as hell too. So they have IQ. So you can teach them all this shit, and they can run this shit in their sleep. And I told, and I've said this to people before that if they play the Harvard game and run the thing in their back screens, they are going to win that fucking game. What do they do? Kept the game close, kept it low scoring, kept it running methodically. Purdue does their not Purdue. Arizona did their shit. Try to jack up threes. Try to be all oh, we were too better for this shit. We got big balls. Fucking lost. <laughs> Purdue moved on. God damn it. So then, okay, you figured Missouri, number seven, who's a good seven team too, figured they would have learned too. Nope. Princeton slowed that shit down, frustrated with the defense, frustrated with the constant movement, constant back corners, constant slide here, pick and roll and moving all over the place, passing the ball, taking almost the entire time on the shot clock or whatever you use to get the ball before they shoot the shot and still get the shot that they want. Then the dog in them, using Deion Sanders' words, Hustling for loose balls, diving on the ground, scrapping for every little thing. When you're not, you don't have superstars on your team, that's what you got to do. You got to, like, 
when I coach my girl, you got to have the knee pads on so you don't fuck your knees up. First of all, this guy's guys don't wear knee pads. But you got to hit the ground. Yeah. I once had a young lady dive in the fucking stands to save a ball. <laughs> I once had a young lady you know, break her neck diving to save a ball on the out-of-bounds line. Because uh, some gyms have walls. You know, they're too close to the court. Yeah. I was like, damn. That's when you know they bought into you. So they believe in you. You got to believe in them. That's what the Princeton coaches got. Got ten kids. Maybe no play seven or eight kids. I think deep on that team that believe in everything he's got. So I was very impressed with them. So Princeton now has a matchup against number six Creighton. Now Creighton is also a good scoring team, but they're coached. So Creighton beat number three Baylor. Yeah, and that to beat defending champs is not easy. And I was the way they played with Baylor. Baylor's long, and my million tall. To watch how Creighton hung in and bu- bullied them, that's they're gonna have to have patience, and they're gonna have to scrap. Creighton's a scrappy team too, and I think that's gonna get Princeton's problem. I got a feeling that you gonna maybe go on the record here. <laughs> I got a feeling that Princeton, this is not their year. They're not gonna go to the to the Elite Eight. I think Creighton is going to play. They can play Princeton slow down ball if they want to. They're scrappy, but they can shoot. So I think Creighton's going to win this one. There's going to be a lot closer than people expect, but I think Creighton's going to take it. I expect Creighton to move on. The other game is Alabama, San Diego State University. Alabama should roll. San Diego State's good. Alabama's, this is one of those where I talk about talent and coaching. Yeah. This team is talented and is well coached. They got two. Uh, Alabama? Yes, yes, sir. They're a good team. I see Alabama winning. I don't see anybody stopping Alabama. Even if Creighton beats uh, Princeton and Alabama beats San Diego State, I think Alabama beats Creighton or Princeton, whoever. It is. Alabama's going to the Final Four. I, I believe they're if they if everything sets the dust, Alabama should be there, and so should U of H. But we'll see. So that's my pick in the South, in the Midwest. Houston <laughs> beat North Kentucky. Struggle a little bit. You know, got to mm-hmm. get their feet wet. But good coach. Yeah, we both know the coach. Played for the Rockets. He was coaching the Rock. Auburn, that was a good victory for Houston. So now they take on Miami. Miami managed to beat Indiana. Miami's number five. And Miami beat Drake, which Drake was coming to play. Drake should have beat Miami. By all fact, Miami should not be in this tournament. Drake had that game won, and they fucked up, and that's how Miami wound up winning that game. So you win when other teams that aren't used to this make mistakes. Houston's players, Houston's player, his main player is there. Houston makes mistakes. But Houston has the athleticism the coaching, the tenacity, the defense. They are the number one defense in the nation. They do have one of the top – I forgot. But they're number one. There's a reason why they're number one. And with Samson, and now he's got them all firing on the gear, and they've got the number one, their best players back, and he's playing well. Oh, yeah. I think Houston should be Miami. I think it's going to be a good game. I think Miami's going to hang in close, but I think Houston's going to take it in the end. It's going to be a very exciting game to watch, but I think U of H wins that game. They play what, Thursday or Friday? They play Thursday. No, when's the 24th? Thursday night? Yeah. The game underneath it. But Houston, man, I'm, I'm calling it right now. That's the toughest bracket I see. I really do. Even when everything was packed in and set up, that's the toughest bracket. Because underneath them is one of my favorite teams. Uh, I've liked this school since back in the day. They were one of the schools I was looking at back in the day when I was in high school. Xavier. Okay. okay. Damn, that team is good. Damn, the team can play. They they beat Kennesaw State was nothing. They beat um, muscled the Pittsburgh team around, but they got their hands full this week. I am, cannot believe I'm about to go throw up because I'm about to say this. 
<laughs> but that Texas Longhorn squad, that number two, Texas is a legitimate number two as well. Uh, I saw them play TCU and they looked like they were the dad. I told my dad, this team sucks. But then I watched them play a little bit later in the tournament and I was okay, all right. I, what I saw was a bad night. Even on a bad night, they still managed to score a lot of points. This Texas Xavier game is going to be great. Whichever team comes out of that is going to be one hell of a tough matchup for U of H. That I think that team right there, Miami can do it too, but I think the winner of the Xavier-Texas team could be a threat to Houston not making it to the Final Four. I think it makes it worse if it's Texas. It's a Texas team. Yeah. And there'll be some jawing. There'll be some shit. There'll be, it's a lot more at stake if Texas plays U of H. You know, then it would be if Xavier plays U of H. I think it'll be more hyped up. Uh, but I'm going to pick because I can't do it. I can't pick him. I'll have to go Xavier over Texas. Even though a smart pick would probably be, say, Texas by two. But I think Xavier's going to win that game. Okay. I could be wrong. I haven't seen Texas in, a, in, a, in Elite Eight in a while. Uh, not since they lost to Mello in Syracuse. Uh, Arkansas, UConn. Arkansas, I mean, UConn better watch out. Arkansas took down number one Kansas. First of all, that's Kansas. I mean, Kansas wasn't Kansas this year, like like dominating, destroying Kansas. But but Kansas is still good. But Arkansas took them out. I know. And I'm like, what the freaking hell? <laughs> so shit, Arkansas is a legit threat. UConn may be a four. UConn may be UConn, but I think Arkansas is taking that game. My money's on the on the on the the Hogs. Just because the competition and, and and just the way they play, but I, you know I could be wrong. Could be eating crow tomorrow. UConn, I mean UConn probably pull that out to win that shit. But I think the Hogs gonna win that one. And the, the game at night, still got to ride with them. Even though I think UCLA is a hell of a lot more talented, but Gonzaga at number three versus UCLA at number two. I think Gonzaga is gonna take it. I think Mark Few is finally gonna get through and get to the Big Eight, Elite Eight, and I think he can beat either UConn or Arkansas. I think Gonzaga may make the Final Four. Maybe make it the title game. We'll see how it goes. But yeah, that's how it's going to go, man. They've been, like I said, some excellent games along the way. Miami shit the bed against Penn State. Uh, could have set up a nice matchup between Texas A&M and Texas, but they shit the bed, and then Penn State won. And then Penn State got handled by Texas, so it is what it is. So we're down to only a few games now. Two, four, two, four, six, eight games. So... Dude, it's 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 on. As I as y'all know, the Meg one is a big basketball person. Even though he likes the NBA, college ball is where it's at. Oh, God, I, I ain't gonna lie. It's pure. It's very pure. Um, the women's thing. Here's the one thing that pisses me off. I love the men's basketball game, and everything is dedicated to them. It really is. Yeah. But bros, y'all got to give some dedication to the women too. I know they they don't have as many games on on live like they do for the for the for the guys. You have to really like go places like to a bar or some shit the to cast the game or, or just listen to it someplace. I, I think that's really wrong, and because dude, there's some girls out there I think can play with some men. I mean, the young lady from Iowa is a beast. The young lady from Louisville, holy shit! Some of these girls, I mean, they got they whoop our ass. And I'm gonna just say this right now, Iowa. Is beating Colorado, okay? Iowa's going to move on. Iowa's the number three seed. The number two seed, they're going on. Iowa will face, I'm calling this shit right now, Louisville will beat Ole Miss. Louisville is the five seed. Ole Miss was the uh, eight. Louisville win. We're going to see. That's going to be a game to watch. The young lady from Louisville was the young lady from Iowa. That game is going to be the shit. I'm talking because both of them play like their guy. I mean, I can't, can't, that's kind of disrespectful, but both of them have handles. Both of them can shoot. The girl from Iowa can, is, 
has the go, has the green light to shoot threes from beyond the arc. She shoots it like LeBron James does from like almost half court, like it ain't nothing. And it's swish. It's not like she's forcing it. She's shooting it with regular and perfect form, bro. Yeah. So she's got range. I mean, they got to cover her out like a couple feet past the three-point line because she'll nail it. So, and the, the girl from the wheel could do the same shit too. And she's got handles. She'll break your legs with the crossover. That game's going to be good. Maryland on Dame? Yeah, I think Maryland's going to take that one. With the women, the top seeds are usually the ones you want to go with. UCLA, South Carolina. South Carolina's the beast. South Carolina's the team to beat. Okay. It's going to take either Iowa or Louisville to beat South Carolina. Coming from the left side of the bracket. Nobody else going to. Maryland could challenge, but South Carolina going to own them. And then from the other side, Miami, Villanova, LSU, Utah. You can't count against LSU, but they're not very – I don't think they're that great. I think the biggest shock was that Miami beat Indiana. I still think Miami – actually, I think Villanova may come out of that bracket in Greenville. The bottom bracket is Virginia Tech, Tennessee, Ohio State, UConn. UConn is the number, is the number two seed. Virginia Tech's number one. I got a feel, even though Tennessee's playing well, it's going to come down to Virginia versus UConn. I think UConn's going to take that game. I think your final four is going to be UConn, Miami, South Carolina, and I'm going to go Iowa. And I don't think Iowa has enough power, power to be South Carolina. I think it'll be South Carolina, UConn in the championship game, and that's how it should be. I would, honestly, I would have said Virginia Tech or Indiana, but I think UConn can, can do it because Geno is one hell of a coach. There you go, man. There's the madness. That's the madness. That's the madness, and then and it goes crazy. I was throwing shell out. I was like, mm-hmm. can you believe that shit? I was like, holy <laughs> fuck. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, we're going to have what? We got one shining th- th- moment. <laughs> we, got Thursday, we got Thursday and Friday games. And then Saturday and Sunday. And Saturday and Sunday. Then next night we're down to the, yes, sir. The final four. The final four, and then you got Saturday. You got uh, Sunday. April 1st. And Saturday and Monday. Yeah. And that's uh, over here in Houston. Yep. That's why it would be amazing to see if Houston could get there. Yeah, uh, they got they got a fight. They not in these. They got the they, the next two games gonna be a bitch, and the third game will be a bitch for them to get to the final four. Yeah, to get to the I, championship game that is. I'm pulling. I'm pulling for U of H. Man. I, want, I want them. Four to get more there. wins, and U of H is national championships. They're national champions. That's how you gotta look at it. Take six games and win national championship. So yeah. I mean, yeah, they like you said they were behind and they came back. Yeah, good squad. There's some good. I, I really do love college basketball. I love because I love watching the young coaches, the young players, or players working their butts off, underachieved. I mean, they're not underachieved, overachieving because they're playing above their head, or they're playing incredible ball against a team that they really don't have the right to be playing. And I know that's wrong to say, but talent wise, some of these teams that get to make the tournament because they won their conference and they go up against these juggernauts is like it's. It's kind of like you break them down to position, okay? Starting five versus starting five. Like when we coached. My starting five against the best team in my district in the starting five, they, their top three players may have been fives. And then the two players underneath there are fours. My top player may have been four, and everything else I had underneath there was a two or a one. You don't have the talent to compete. So we have to coach. You have to teach. You have to be patient. You have to play the game to your speed, slow it down, and do what you do best. And That's you, what these little schools do at times. And you got to have some that, you know, what's his name? Uh, Gene, uh, Gene Hagman from uh, Hoosiers. Uh, from, well, from Hoosiers, but, you know, what he, well, like, like he was in the replacements. Mm-hmm. What do you got to have? Heart. 
heart. Got to have that heart. Got to have a Shane Falco. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if you have heart, you have, I put it this way. Been to the ship a couple times, more than a couple times. Never won. He didn't it's have tough. Heart. Tough not winning it. Tough getting there with a bunch of girls who you've coached who stole your heart. They were like my daughters. Love every one of them still to this day. Uh, keep in contact with a lot of them. And when you're in that locker room and, and you're going into the championship game and your first half it's pretty tough and you're pretty much getting your ass handled to you and you're trying to catch up and you're trying to keep motivated, you got to come deep with some deep speeches and I w- would come up with some. And I was, you know, no rah-rah one for the Gipper or whatever. They're going to know. It'd be like, some some real shit. You were, know? You doing, were you doing a Pacino one inch? No, 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 no. no. Something similar to that, but never never really like that. But close. And it'd be like, pretty much just like believe in each other. That's how we got here. Our program, our system works, everything else, that type of stuff. Run this, run that. Stop this, and I guarantee you, we'll be there. We'll be close. We'll, we'll have a chance. We'll, we'll have a fighting chance. They're good. But you're good too. You've got here. You know, you got to reinforce who they are. Remind them that they're great. Win or lose, you're still great. But we wouldn't have gotten here without the sacrifices of everything you've done, the time we put in. No reason to quit now. It's not over till it's over. You know, the Yogi Bear thing. Yeah. You know, don't throw you got to find you look in their eyes and say and you know, stuff like that. You got the touch. No, 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 <laughs> you gotta you reassure, you you do the game planning, you go over the game plan again, but at the same time you have to motivate, you have to inspire. And it's tough at times. The hard part for me is when those times we didn't win. And after the championship games, we didn't win. And you have to give that. You sit in the locker room and you have to tell the girls, you played hard. You were amazing. You know, you gave everything you got. And you look at these young ladies crying. Some who are seniors. Some who are freshmen. Some who are sophomores. But you look at those seniors and you just die a little bit. And because as a coach... And as someone who cares about for your players, you really wanted to win one for them. Yeah. And for me, it's like, whatever, I got a medal. Congratulations, I won a championship. Okay, rah, rah, rah. We don't try to get – one thing I learned from my head coach at the time was, like, you win, you win. You, you always give all the praise to the players. You lose, it's our fault. Our poor planning, our poor – they didn't lose it, we lost it. They, we win, they won it, not us. They executed it. We're not playing the game. You know how hard, how many times I've, I've shed tears in locker rooms with my girls after they lost games like that. I can't even begin to tell you. Losing the championship hurts. It really does. Don't get me wrong. But in the end, you have to remember to pick up these young ladies and remind them of what they've done. Telling my seniors what you have done in your four years here. The standard that you have set. The goals that you by far have achieved. The lessons you have learned. The growth you have shown as a human being not just a player, as a teammate, as a family member. The lessons I've learned from you that you've taught me along the years, the kinship and the love of everybody that in here have that we would all literally fight to the end for each other. This is stuff that's going to stick with you for the rest of your life. You will learn, you know, it's that type of stuff you say. You know, I'm like, 
you go out of here, you're a winner. You may not have won the game, but you're a winner in life for everything you've just done. You have left a lasting mark on this program and all your fellow players that have played with you here and the ones to come, including your teachers and instructors here who have cheered and fans who have cheered with you and have rode the wave with you the entire way. My line would be like, I think I remember telling them, said, God bless you all for all the wonderful memories you've given me in the last season. And all your, for you seniors who give me all these wonderful, cherished memories that I'll have to the day that I die. I said, I can never replace any time, the moments, the time that I spent with you after hours practicing and practicing and, and, and the wee hours and then scouting and going to the, you make this job worth it. Coaching fine young individuals like you and watching y'all grow. And now, as I see the mother wonderful mothers and daughters and whatever as they moved into their life and teachers and professors and business the the, the stuff that they've you've seen them learn to become is it's, it's it's a touching feeling i i will never be a hall of fame coach i will never go down to the texas high school hall of fame at all our college our high school basketball at all don't have the thousand wins don't have the glorious eight rings or whatever rings i don't even have one ring Never won a national championship. Never didn't, didn't, didn't recruit number one players out of school, whatever, blah, 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 send them here. But I send over 60 kids to play basketball in college from the D1 all the way down to NAI. I help young ladies when I first started coaching make their basketball teams from their junior high to high school, whatever, and make their starting squads. Coach my daughter as well. I can lay my head down and when I pass and leave this earth and feel good about myself that I help young ladies and young men because I got to coach them too. Achieve things that will further help them in their life. So that's one of the reasons why the college game just is so much to me. Because I see, I know these kids. Some of these kids are just barely turning 18 that are playing. And, mm-hmm. yeah, now there's NAI deals to help them pay for money. And then some of these kids, they, you know, they deserve this stuff. But it's still one hell of a game. And they still have to be coached. They still have to be taught. And they have to listen. Yeah. And they have to want to play. And... It's, it's just amazing to me. I mean, you can tell just by my voice how I talk about how I, my players and the game, how much I love basketball. It's in my blood, man. As a matter of fact, having one, I told you this, I think I don't know if I mentioned this last time, but one of the people that came to my job, because I know she had a little girl, she's over once, but contacted me and asked me if I would come out at retirement <laughs> to help coach her daughter one on one, teach her. And what would I charge? I looked at her and said, I would love to help. Really would. I said, but I don't get out till late every day. I don't have the time. I'll be more than glad to talk and tell you whatever I know or offer you any advice I can. I said, but there's not much I can really do. Um, I don't want to take away from your time on Sunday because it's family time. I said, and that's when I spend my time with my family. I said, I missed a lot of time and now I guess, you know, what it is. Mm-hmm. So she understood. I said, but I, I will see who I can find that can help you. Maybe my daughter can if she has time. Uh, she's, I guess you would call her for my coaching tree because she coached underneath, uh, went on a coach too for a little bit. So, you know, it, it, it's, it's such a great feeling. You talked about great feelings the other day, like how telling somebody, somebody did a great job for you yeah. and you tell them, it is such an amazing feeling to have your former players when you wish them happy birthday and then you tell them whatever and you message them or, or you see people like this and they talk to you and they work, hey, coach, how are you doing? No, we're good. Hey, I remember you. You played for the school yet? Yeah, yeah, coach. I remember how you played against, you coached against us. Yeah. Yeah, you're one hell of a coach. To this day, man, I get choked up. Had some player tell me that I was the greatest coach they ever played for. 
and would play for me again in a heartbeat. Or send their kids to play for me if I was still coaching when they had kids. Mm-hmm. Shit like that don't leave you, man. It's some stuff my wife made me believe, now because I think I've told you this, and I've said this on this on the program before. There's times in my life that I felt like I'm the biggest piece of shit in this world, and I never real never feel really good about myself. And my wife has done a lot to help me change my perspective of myself. Yeah, and seeing these things now from people just make me feel even better. I don't feel arrogant about it. I feel really good, like a proud papa. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if you guys ever get a chance to go watch a nice high school basketball game or, or, or watch a college game, I recommend it. It's, it's, it's really good. It depends on, you know, if you have kids, please, by all means, put them in sports. Find a good coach. Because one of my players told me and some other coaches told me, we do have an impact on these young people's lives. Yeah. That's it. So I don't get off my soapbox. <laughs> you Maybe pull back to tears. <laughs> Yeah, as like I said, that's all we have for our show this week. What? No way, man. We got to talk about something else. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Let's see here. How long have we been talking? Not long enough. <laughs> it's already been over an hour. Really? Yeah. How comes the passes? What do you know about the passes for the cons? The passes? They haven't said anything. I haven't got no emails, no nothing yet. Okay. Not a problem. I haven't got nothing yet. Uh, I'm just taking it day by day. It's not even close to the time yet anyways. Uh, like I said, other than that, like I said, I got nothing else. Like I said, I didn't have a lot of entertainment news for y'all this week. Uh, like I said, Final Four has been going on. We that's what we have at our work. You know, last oh, week. Oh, it's crazy, bro! You how can you not be excited about that shit? It just blood, just woo. <laughs> that freaking USA Jap- Japan baseball game. That's exciting too, dude. Watching hockey. Oh, my Bruins are gonna kill everybody. <laughs> Bruins. Hell yeah! Watching NASCAR. People are fucking over my driver. <laughs> Screw my boy Joey over. That's terrible. But I, I love sports, Peter. Dude, we watch a horse race. Let's go. The Preakness. The Kentucky Derby. The Belmont Stakes. Let's do this. The Golf. The full the day Open. The full day for 12 seconds. Nice. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, but so guess what? If the horse falls down, breaks his leg, guess what happens to him? Bullet to the fucking head. The fuck kind of shit is that? Can't run anymore afterwards. Negro can't even go to a stud farm. Bullet to the head. <laughs> the fuck? Elmer's glue. Elmer's glue. That's, That's what fucked up. <laughs> the best kind of glue ever. <laughs> what? Tastes good. Works. <laughs> yeah, Elmer's glue. It's, a, it's, made, it's made by a triple, triple crown. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's some crazy shit. Do you remember how you used to just get glue on your hands so you could just peel it off? Yes. That's fucking... Like, dude, it's like you're peeling skin before you were peeling skin. That's some crazy shit. But no, man, uh... Yeah, some good... Hey, I see one of your movies, one of your anime movies coming to the theater. Oh, they're always coming to the theater. Uh, was it Demon Slayer? Demon Slayer. That's what I thought it was. Demon Slayer, it's actually the first half of, like, season two or something like that. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. Dude, the wife just says we can go. Oh, he's going well, to John, John Wick on Thursday night. He's going to John Wick. I have to, I have to confirm her. Maybe we'll just get dinner and then go straight. There. No, because she's going to want me to drive her ass home. So it means I have to get the movie tickets for a little bit later. I'll figure it out. Anyway, I'm going to see John Wick sometime, hopefully before you. Spoilers. <laughs> well, hopefully. Guess what? John Wick 5. That's not a spoiler because it's already known. Yeah. <laughs> so, like I said, that's it for the show? Yes. That is it for the show. Like I said, I would say the, the big one has a... Does he have any final thoughts? Now nah, he gave a good speech during his talk of being a coach. Final thought for you is, though, man, seriously, I got one for you. Never take a hitman's car and never kill his dog. Because <laughs> <laughs> that man is full of commitment. He can kill you with a fucking pencil. 
<laughs> a fucking pencil. <laughs> Bobo Yaga. Dude, seriously, dude, dude. If I got to buy a ticket for you and me to go, God damn it. If I buy you one, you better show up. <laughs> I'll show up. I'm impressed by your ability to show up. <laughs> I'll Another Candle Reeves movie. I'll be showing up like, it's like, shh, don't say she's dude, asleep. There's something happening at the circle. Another Keanu movie. And <laughs> your foot at the circle. That's Keanu. right. Whoa. I know Kung Fu. <laughs> anyway, guys, your boy Meg One here. Always happy to be enjoying the time with Mr. Rick Rizzo, Dirty Rick, Dirty Lopez, the man, the creator of Fumunda Braids. Fumunda Blades. <laughs> this is boy Meg One. And I'm Rick the Rizzo. We out. Well, you know what, guys? That's a hell of a show. And if you really love listening to us, you can catch us everywhere. You can catch us on our radio stations, Beyond the Dawn Radio. You can catch us on WBLZ Media slash Iconic Radio. You can catch us on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, and Anchor. We're everywhere, peeps. Thank you for joining us. Thinking shit through one podcast at a time. (laughs) 